Good morning and welcome to Upward Vision. We're glad you have chosen to join us this morning. Upward Vision is a ministry of Sherwood Oaks Christian Church in Bloomington, Indiana. Now for today's message. Well, it is our honor and privilege this morning to have with us Dr. John Trent, a good friend of this congregation who spent time here in Bloomington. His aunt, who we shared in her funeral, was a dear part of our congregation. Uh, Dr. Trent is professor and chair of marriage and family at Moody Theological Seminary. He is president of Strong Families. He is the author of the book, The Blessing, which you may have read uh, some time ago or have given out to a friend or a family member, also author of Life Mapping and several other books. He is an internationally known speaker, and we are thrilled and honored to have him here today. Got a lot of good things to say about family life and marriage. Listen carefully. Would you give him a good Hoosier welcome this morning? Thank you. Wow, thank you very much. What an honor to be here. I, grieve, uh, I work at Moody. I get the great honor of being at Moody Bible and being uh, an endowed chair of marriage and family, but I live in Arizona, so I fly back and forth. Who's been to Arizona, where I live? Let me see your hands. Wow. Who's been there in August? <laughs> On purpose. <laughs> Both of you. Um, well, it is a great place. It's the home of kitty litter, if you've never been there, and uh, lots of great people, as well as sand. Um, but I get to go around the country. Uh, I have the greatest job on the planet, I think, is I get to represent Moody by going around and talking to people about how to build strong relationships. Now, what do I mean by that? Well, here's an example. We'll get the uh, PowerPoint thing going here in a second, uh, is all of us, I think, have a, uh, a deep need, each one of us have a, a need for really this, this sense of, of uh, the fact that are we chosen? Does somebody really value us? So that's where I'm starting this out, is this whole idea is because Jesus chose us, we can choose then to bless others. Well, what in the world does that mean? Well, there's a great verse in the Old Testament, Deuteronomy chapter 30, verse 19. And in Deuteronomy 30, 19, it says this. He's got, uh, uh, Joshua has lined up all the people, half the people on one side, uh, Mount Gerizim, this mountain over here. Then there's a big field in the middle called the Valley of Jezreel. What is that? That's where Armageddon will be. And then on the other side is Mount Ebal. So it's kind of like uh, Indiana Purdue. You know, on one side is one group, one side is the other. And he says, I call heaven and earth to witness that I have set before you a choice. And here's the choice. It's one choice, but there's two parts. Life or death, the blessing or the curse. And he even gives you the right answer. Doesn't wait to let you figure it out like a junior high fill in the blank test. I used to hate those. Uh, but here he says, pick number C, pick life. How come when he says, you got a choice, life or death? Well, what you just had to do was get moving towards someone. And that's literally what the word life meant. When I put before you that choice, in fact, be honest, this is a church, okay? Be honest. How many of you, when I ask you to stand up in the middle of church and go meet some total stranger and get in a group of three, how many was that a little bit initially uncomfortable? Come on, let me see your hands. Look at all the hands. But once you actually made the choice to step towards someone, how many of you just 
just in one minute found, learned something kind of cool about somebody else. Well, again, because Almighty God chooses us, sent his son for us. I mean, we couldn't sing a lick and he still hit the button and turned around. While we were yet sinners, he died for us. And it is when we choose Christ's life inside us, then we can get moving towards other people. Now, let me tell you, you don't have to do that. You can do what I see in my counseling office all the time. Now, my day job is I'm a marriage and family counselor. I train counselors. Um, uh, but let me tell you, I see great, awesome, wonderful, godly people, and they start off stepping towards the Lord and each other, and then life happens, and they start stepping away. And I'm here to tell you, when you start stepping away from people in your life story, could be a sibling or a parent or your kids or your spouse or whatever, but when you start stepping away from people, you're going to see that relationship start dying inside. And Almighty God says, uh-uh, I'm never leaving you nor forsaking you, Hebrews 13.5. And you know what? You need to let my life help you step towards others, not away. And not only that, you're to what? You're to bless. You're to add to their life. Now, the word blessing carries two pictures. Here's the first one. It means to bow the knee when you bless someone. So do me a favor. This won't strain you out too bad. Lean over to somebody and just bow to them real quick. That's right around. Just bow to somebody right around. All right. Now, how weird is that? That's pretty weird. All right. Um, and you're going, well, we don't do that. I mean, well, you're right. We're Americans. We don't bow. Did you know in Olympic history, uh, at the Parade of Nations that starts every Olympics, if there is royalty up in the stands, like Queen Elizabeth when it was in, in England, every flag bearer on earth, when their company, I'm, I'm sorry, when their country gets right up to the queen in this case, what do they do with their flag? What do they do? They dip their flag. It's a picture of saying, this person's so valuable, we bow the knee. Except for who? Americans, we just keep, mar we have never, we have never bowed our, our flag in Olympic history because it's not part of our culture. But what it means is, is because this person is so valuable, here's the next thing is you want to add to their life. And it's the picture of adding a coin to a scale. And so now at least you know here at church when they sing, bless the Lord, oh my soul, you'll able, you're able to say, well, oh, I know what that means. Lord, because you're so valuable, I bow before you and I want to add my little bit of praise to you. Well, that's what we're to do to each other as well. We're to treat each other like we've got great value and add to their life. But guess what? You don't have to do that. Um, you can curse them. And that doesn't mean Stephen King bloody chicken leg in a graveyard at midnight. Um, what the curse means in scripture, it literally means to dam up the stream. Now you have so many rivers, it's almost not even fair to, you know, I mean, just you could dam up a stream around here and so what? You know, particularly with all the rain you've had, it creates new streams uh, wherever. I'm from Arizona. We only have two rivers in the entire state that run all the time. Now, you can dam up a river to, you know, use it to, as hydroelectric power, but imagine damming it up so that no water goes down. I'm telling you, that's what a lot of people grow up with, is they grow up with somebody stepping away and subtracting, and what Almighty God is, says is, you know what, I chose you, and with my life, you don't have to continue that if that's where you've been. In fact, you can step towards and add to people's life. Well, how do you do that? Well, 
This will be real quick. We'll be done right at 2.30. Um, and uh, no, I'm just kidding. We'll be done just a second here. But how do you do that? How do you really put shoe leather to the blessing? Well, a couple of quick things here. Real, this will go quick. All right, here we go. Number one is you can bless people. And you got, you, this, I'm, I know I'm preaching to the choir. You're such great people of blessing. But I didn't grow up with this. I grew up in Arizona where it's okay to hug your horse, not your kids. Um, but every time a blessing was given in Scripture, there was always appropriate meaningful touch, appropriate. Meaningful. So do me a favor, lean over to somebody and shake hands, say, hey, way to show up today. Just shake their hand. This won't kill you. Shake somebody's hand, wake them up and say, hey, great to, great to have you here. Okay. All right. So, so what you would do is if you were going to bless someone in the scripture, you would use your touch, you know, and your words to help somebody know that they had great value to you. Now, why is that so important? I'm telling you, there's so many of us that grow up and, you know, we hear things like, you know, don't take algebra, that's for the smart kids. Or all the different things that, that run us down. But I'm telling you, Almighty God says, look at that person in your life story, no matter who, you know, who who's God put in your life story, will help them know that they're valuable. Now, that's even no matter how God's wired them. Here's what I mean by that. There's some of you in your homes uh, that have people in your homes that are what? What we call lions. Who are the lions? They're take charge, charge up the hill people. If you have a lion child, they're the ones that are letting you live at home. Have you noticed that? Um, that's because they're the boss. They get into the twos, they just never get out of the twos. So when they grow up, they're so much fun to drive with. These are the people that think that stoplights are a tool of Satan. Have you noticed that? I mean, they'll drive up to the stoplight. Do they stop? No, they'll drive through the mini mart just to keep the car moving. But they're great people just to accomplish a lot of great things. Those are the lions. Anybody have a lion living in your uh, home? Well, uh, you also may have what we call an otter. Who are the otters? Or there are people that love to what? Yak, 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 yak. <laughs> These are the people, when I said, hey, get in a group of three total strangers, they're going awesome, you know, because <laughs> they know thousands of people, they just don't know anybody's name, have you noticed that? Which is why they call you bro, everybody's bro, hey bro. Hey, sweetheart. Hey, bro. So they either call you bro or sweetheart. Uh, but they're great people. They love to start, start. They don't finish that much, but they love to start things. So they'll start to balance the checkbook. Do they balance the checkbook to the penny? Otters. No, they just what? They just switch banks, you know, and then they finally know their balance. But they're great people. And uh, then there's some of us that are in here that are what we call golden retrievers. And they're so sensitive and caring and compassionate. Who has a child that has a, uh, who's here, any, any age kid that's a golden retriever, sensitive, caring, compassionate. Uh, anybody, was that your first child? If that's your first child, that's no fair. Because you're thinking parenting is so easy and then little Jimmy comes along, you know? <laughs> it's not working and then little Susie comes along and you're going, it's gotta be ADD, I know it is, you know? <laughs> But these are the kids that'll actually send themselves to timeout, okay? <laughs> these kids send you to timeout, and you better like it, all right? 
but they're great people, great kids, real sensitive. And then what's on the class ring at MIT? Anybody know? Any engineers? Who is on the class ring at Caltech? Well, it's a beaver. How come? Because beavers are organized and detailed and precise. When a beaver builds a dam across your creek or crick, whatever y'all call them uh, here, um, is, is uh, how do you get rid of a beaver dam? Anybody know? How do you get rid of a, of a beaver dam? Well, that's a good one. Well, just shoot them. Shoot the beaver, you know? Now, how do you get rid of the dam, not the beaver? How do you get rid of the dam? You, you get the Army Corps of Engineers. They come in with C4, the real deal, and they blow it up because when a beaver does something, they're organized and, and precise and follow through, and they're just, you know, great at details. And so put all of these in the same family that you're supposed to bless, and what is that? That's Wild Kingdom, right? Um, so do me a favor, lean over, we're almost done, lean over to somebody and tell them what are the animals running around your, your house now, now, right now. Ready, go, yak with somebody right around you. What are some of the animals running around? Okay. All right, well, well, I think what Almighty God does is he places us in a relationship with others, not so that they, you know, frustrate us and defeat us, but to complete us. And what we get to do when we bless people is with our touch and our words and our, that attach high value, we can help them understand that they have a special future and that we're committed to them. And I'll give you one last story as we, as we close on this. Um, and, uh, you know, um, I get the, uh, you know, honor of talking about families. But, again, my dad bailed out really young. But I thank the Lord that uh, I had somebody in my life, my mom. And here was the situation. It's senior year. Who's got a really smart brother or sister? Anybody have a sibling that's really smart? Okay, you're all the smart ones. That's good. So, um, <laughs> Well, I have a really smart uh, twin brother. I have an older brother that's really smart, too. I have a twin brother. And uh, Jeff was uh, graduated from Indiana University summa cum laude in 1971. Summa, that's above magna. He's an MD, PhD. He's a geneticist. He was the scientific director for the National Human Genome Project. So I called him the other day. I go, hey, what are you working on? And he goes, ah, oh, you wouldn't understand. And... Um, <laughs> It has something to do, something to do with genetics. And, and, uh, but senior year, it's the mother of our all term papers. What did Jeff get on his term paper? What did Jeff get? And A, that's all he ever got on papers. Well, I, you know, I'm an otter, in case you can't tell. And, um, and you know, so I, I'd already been kicked out of grade school. That's not a good thing. I'd been kicked out of high school. But now it's down to senior year. And if I don't pass, if I don't, literally, if I don't, get, if I don't pass this English course, I don't graduate. And so I worked hard on the paper. Now, I didn't start till the night before. And, um, and I, uh, I, anybody old enough remember typewriters? Remember typewriters? Uh, now it's all ink cartridges. Actually, kind of making a comeback. But, but I ran out of typewriter ribbon, so I hand wrote the last two pages of my big term paper. And I didn't do footnotes, because that was boring. And, um, 
and I didn't know how to do them anyway, and I turned it in, but do you remember the Christmas story with the Red Rider BB gun? And what does he do? He turns in the theme, and what does he see in his mind? What does he see? He sees that teacher up on the board going A plus, 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 and I turned in this paper, and I'm telling you, I thought this is the best paper on the Battle of the Bulge ever written by anybody. They're going to publish this thing, and I get my paper, paper back, and it's got plenty of writing on it, but it's all red. And then I turn the next page, turn the next page. Well, here what was, here's what was on the back page. Uh, I didn't get a B uh, minus, I get a D minus. On the, and underneath it, she, I still have the paper, she had written, the only reason I'm giving you a D is because I don't want to see you next year. <laughs> and I'm going, well, I don't want to see you either, you know. But I remember walking out of there, and of course, with all my friends, what am I saying? I got a D. I'm out of here. This is awesome. My grandmother's going to go to graduation. This is awesome. But what am I really thinking about myself? What a pathetic loser, right? And, uh, but I thank God that I was able to go home to a Hoosier that got this idea of the blessing. And I bet I had heard 10,000 times, why aren't you like your brother? But guess who never said that was my mom. And so she sits me down, watch how the blessing comes together, and Pastor Tim's going to come up. Oh, he's here. And uh, Pastor Tom's going to come up here in just a second and, and close this. But just let me finish. I'm sitting there uh, with my paper because she wanted me to sit down, and she reaches out her hand. She's a rheumatoid arthritic. You ever seen their hands? And so she, she goes, hold my hand. Oh, we hated it. We called it the death grip. Because if you, she held her, your hand, you had to sit there until she wanted to let go. Because if you tried to pull away, it would twist her wrist and she'd cry. So here's my mom. She goes, hold my hand. Oh, not that. Come on, hold my hand. And she reads the whole paper, sees the D part. And she looks up at me and says, look at me. Look at me. I had to look, look her right in the eye. And then she goes, you know what? Um, I have a little picture of her here. Uh, she goes, I wouldn't be surprised. I don't care what that teacher says. I wouldn't be surprised if God used your word someday to help other people. Now, I can tell you what she was wearing when she said it and where she was, but I thank God I had somebody in my life that hit the button and turned around and said, I want you, even when other people were saying, you don't matter. This has been Upward Vision, a ministry of Sherwood Oaks Christian Church. Upward Vision can be heard on this station every Sunday morning. If you would like to come and worship with us, we are located at 2700 East Rogers Road in Bloomington, Indiana, just south of the College Mall. Our service times are at 8 o'clock a.m. for a more traditional feel, 9.30 a.m. and 11 a.m. for a less formal and more contemporary setting. To receive a free copy of today's message or for more information about the church, go to www.socc.org or contact us via phone at 334-0206. Thanks for joining us. Continue to look to God this week as you maintain the upward vision.